Chapter Six of the Famous Missions of California. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Famous Missions of California by William Henry Hudson. Chapter Six. Though, as we shall see, Father Junipero had ample reason to be encouraged over the progress of his enterprise he still had various difficulties to contend with the question of supplies often assumed formidable proportions and the labors of the missionaries were not always as fruitful as had been hoped fortunately however the indians were as a rule friendly notwithstanding the fact that the behavior of the spanish soldiers especially towards their women occasionally aroused their distrust and resentment at one establishment only did serious disturbances actually threaten for a time the continuance of the mission and its work junipero had lately returned from mexico with undiminished zeal and all sorts of fresh designs revolving in his brain when a courier reached him at san carlos bringing news of a terrible disaster at san diego important affairs detained him for a time at monterey but when at length he was able to get to the scene of the trouble it was to find that first reports had not been exaggerated on the night of the fourth of november seventeen seventy five eight hundred indians had made a ferocious assault upon the mission fired the buildings and brutally done to death father james one of the two priests in charge god be thanked junipero had exclaimed when the letter containing the dreadful news had been read to him now the soil is watered and the conquest of the dieguinos will soon be complete in the faith that the blood of the martyrs is veritably the seed of the church he on reaching san diego with his customary energy set about the task of re-establishing the mission and the buildings which presently arose from the ruins were a great improvement upon those which had been destroyed before these alarming events at the mother mission broke in upon his regular work the president had resolved upon yet another settlement not included in the still uncompleted plan for which he had selected a point on the coast some twenty-six leagues north of san diego and which was to be dedicated to san juan capistrano a beginning had indeed been made there not by junipero in person but by fathers delegated by him for the purpose but when news of the murder of father james reached them they had hastily buried bells casubles and supplies and hurried south as soon as ever he felt it wise to leave san diego junipero himself now repaired to the abandoned site and there on the first of november seventeen seventy six the bells were dug up and hung mass said and the mission established it is curious to remember that while the padre presidente was thus immersed in apostolic labors on the far pacific coast on the other side of the north american continent events of a very different character were shaking the whole civilized world though the establishment of san juan capistrano is naturally mentioned in this place partly because of the abortive start made there a year before and partly because its actual foundation constituted the next noteworthy incident in junipero's career 
This mission is, in strict chronological order, not the sixth, but the seventh on our list. For some three weeks before its dedication, and without the knowledge of the President himself, though in full accordance with his designs, the cross had been planted at a point many leagues northward beyond San Carlos, and destined presently to be the most important on the coast. It will be remembered that when Portola's party made their first futile search for the harbor of Monterey, they had, by accident, found their way as far as the Bay of San Francisco. The significance of their discovery was not appreciated at the time, either by themselves or by those at headquarters to whom it was reported, but later explorations so clearly established the value of the spot for settlement and fortification that it was determined to build a presidio there. Some years previous to this, as we have seen, a mission on the northern bay had been part of Junipero's ambitious scheme, and though at the time he was forced by circumstances to hold his hand, the idea was constantly uppermost in his thoughts. At length, when in the summer of 1776 an expedition was dispatched from Monterey for the founding of the proposed presidio, two missionaries were included in the party one of these being none other than that Father Palou, whose records have been our chief guides in the course of this story. The buildings of the Presidio, storehouse, commandant's dwelling, and huts for the soldiers and their families were completed by the middle of September, and on the 17th of that month, the day of St. Francis, patron of the station and harbor, imposing ceremonies of foundation were performed. A wooden church was then built, and on the ninth of October, in the presence of many witnesses, Father Palou said Mass, the image of St. Francis was borne about in procession, and the mission solemnly dedicated to his name. Footnote. This is now colloquially known as the Mission Dolores. Its proper title is, however, Mission of San Francisco de Assisis. It originally stood on the Laguna de los Dolores, now filled up and hence its popular name. End of the footnote. It was at San Luis Obispo, on his way back from San Diego to Monterey, that Father Junipero learned of the foundation of the mission at San Francisco, and though he may doubtless have felt some little regret at not having himself been present on such an occasion, his heart overflowed with joy, for there was a special reason why the long delay in carrying out this portion of his plan had weighed heavily upon him. Years before, when the visitator general had told him that the first three missions in Alta California were to be named after San Diego, San Carlos, and San Buenaventura, for such we recollect had been the original program, he had exclaimed, Then is our father St. Francis to have no mission? And Galvez had made reply, If St. Francis desires a mission, let him show us his port, and we shall have one there. To Junipero it had seemed that Portola had providentially been led beyond Monterey to the Bay of San Francisco, and the founder of his order had thus given emphatic answer to the visitador's words. It may well be imagined that he was ill at rest until the saint's wishes had been carried into effect. But this was not the only good work done in the north 
while Junipero was busy elsewhere, for on the 12th of January, 1777, the mission of Santa Clara was established in the wonderfully fertile and beautiful valley which is now known by that name. The customary rites were performed by Father Thomas de la Peña, a rude chapel erected, and the work of constructing the necessary buildings of the settlement immediately begun. Footnote. The site originally chosen lay too low, and from the outset danger of inundation was foreseen. A flood occurred in 1779, and in 1784 the mission was removed to higher ground. The present buildings date from 1825-26. End of the footnote. It should be noted in passing that before the end of the year, the town of San Jose, or to give it its full Spanish title, El Pueblo de San Jose de Guadalupe, was founded nearby. This has historic interest as the first purely civil settlement in California. The fine Alameda from that mission to the Pueblo was afterwards made and laid out under the father's supervision. End of chapter 6